Welcome to Coaching with Catherine, the podcast on defining success on your own terms. My name is Catherine Lavenhagen. The first Friday of the month, you will get a new podcast on how to make life mean more and build a life you're proud to live. Today's episode is with Emmanuel Verhagen. Emmanuel is a leader and a coach who is passionate about supporting people through transition. Her passion comes from her own transition as a transgender woman. Emmanuel has redefined herself and created her own definition of success by trusting and following her most authentic self. Let's dive in and talk to Emmanuel now. Hi, Emmanuel. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Today I'm with Emmanuel Verhagen, and we met during CTI's leadership program. We spent 10 months uh, in a leadership program and got to know each other quite intimately during that time. And I was just really blown away, would probably be the word I would use to describe how I feel about her and her story and what she's up to in the world. And I really wanted her to come on and share a little bit about her story and what she's doing in hopes that it will also inspire you. Uh, along your own journey of defining and creating success on your own terms. So, Emmanuel, I'd like to just start by having you share a little bit about yourself. So, I was born a long, long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I spent, I think, most of my... uh, my career, my working life, about 20, 22 years in market research uh, as, as a basis uh, in which I did a lot of brand consulting uh, around the globe. Um, and by doing that, I kind of became a uh, consumer anthropologist or psychologist. I was always interested in, in how, why people are doing things. And the things that got me fascinated is how people uh, manage to build relationships with things which are not existing like brands. It's like brands are just an illusion and people do believe in them. Um, so like the psychology, it kind of sounds like the psychology behind like, it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, people make real relationships with them. <laughs> uh, it's like, and they're visceral, they're real, they're, they tattoo it on their arms and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, fascinating. Um, and then uh, my personal life took, took over at a certain point. Um, I'm a, I'm a transgender, transgender woman. Um, at a certain point, um, I just had to go through, through my transition. Um, and I took the, the choice I made at that point was to quit everything, take my sabbatical and, and take care of myself, uh, to come back afterwards. Um, I explored a little bit about the different things. I, I went to nursing school, um, uh, Certified nursing assistant. <laughs> Next to being an MBA. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a wide spectrum of yeah. interest. Uh, yeah, of exploring. And I think the gift of, of uh, transition for me was um, going back back to basics and you know, start over and see what's, what's there. Uh, what have I not done before? Um, and ever since that, I, I figured out I'm, I'm not a nurse. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a nurse. Uh, and I ended up uh, doing coaching now, which is uh, the thing I'm, I've been doing for the last two years. 
uh, with the CTI, I'm a trained CTI uh, coach. Um, yeah, and then leadership came about, and then that's where we met each other. And I finally started to get the idea of what is this thing about coaching for me? Um, and what is the thing I want to change? Or what do I bring? want to bring into the world? Um, and I, this, I ended up, or I am embracing my own, my own community now, uh, which is a trans community, which leads me to a lot of other things also. It also, also leads me back to companies working on diversity, uh, working on inclusion, uh, working on, uh, on cultures, because cultures are you know, typical human beings. We love to create a culture. Uh, when once we get in a group together, uh, which is you know something innate, which is not real, uh, but we love to believe in that. Yeah. So the circle is, comes back to a close. And where where are you at geographically? Uh, I live in uh, Brussels, Belgium, uh, Europe. Um, always lived always lived there, uh, except for two years while I was living in uh, Italy. Uh, but yeah, that's home for me. I'm, I'm always drawn back to the country. You're always drawn back there. It's, sure. it's your home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Indeed. So there's so much in what you just said that I kind of want to unpack a little bit and get a little more information. Um, and I'm curious, like you, you talked about, you know, your professional career mm-hmm. being in market research yeah. and then the personal kind of side taking over and, and it sounds like it, it kind of was br- brought to your attention or it was like requiring, demanding your attention to address it. And so you chose to like walk away from your career and, and address that. And I guess I'm wondering like what, if, as you like reflect back on that process, like what, what was that like? Was it just all of a sudden it became like, I need to address this or was it there and you knew it was there and on the back burner and you just chose to consciously not do anything about it? Or how can you, can you tell me a little bit about what that was like for you, that transition? Uh, it was something that, that was there, but I really couldn't name it. Uh, and it took me, I think it was the end of the nineties. Um, that I started to be able to put a name on it. It's like, oh, that that's something that doesn't fit in my life. It's like, yeah, this is the thing that I was struggling with for ages. Um, in hindsight, there are plenty of signs and signals that were there from early childhood, but I never, I never really read them as such. Uh, going from a, a very you know, pretty religious uh, environment, a uh, small town in Belgium, uh, there was there was nothing. It was like we all were nice obeying uh, citizens and and people went to church. Uh, so there were no names for it. It didn't exist, and we were cut off. I felt cut off from from those kind of information. It's also back in the seventies. So um, and so yeah, end of nineties I started to figure out. I'm, I'm, and that's thanks to the internet. Uh, I started to figure out. Oh, it's got a name. There are other people out there. Uh, and then it cut my cut my curiosity, but at the same time, it's like you build a life, you build a career, you got a wife, you got everything, you know, got the whole picture perfect thing going on, and so you you just deal with it until it becomes too big. That's what happened. Um, 
Was it too big in terms of like how it felt or was it actually too big in terms of like the physical, something physical manifesting? It became too big. It became too big from the inside. It's like I I couldn't hold the inside anymore. Mm. And it just kind of like exploded at a certain point uh, for me, which was my turning point. And I think the the big turning point, um, and that's also the reason why I, I stepped out of the company. We had the big financial crisis of 2008, uh, the banking crisis. And that's for, I had my own company together with a partner. And we were a boutique strategy consulting company uh, doing high profile stuff you know, globally. But since we're a small boutique and extremely niche, we were the first things that got cut out uh, when dire times exist in big companies. So in one year time, we saw our revenues uh, dwindle from, you know, from, we lost 80% of our revenues in one year time. So yeah. we had to fire really off everybody and, and basically reinvent our company from, from scratch to see like, how do we deal with this kind of situation? Um, and we just couldn't. Uh, well, we could, uh, but I just couldn't anymore. It was like, I didn't have the energy anymore. It was like, there's something else which is bigger than, 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 what there was, and that's why I said, like, you know, I, I need time for myself now. Uh, and then I gave it to, the space it needed to to, to grow and, and to come out. Yeah, it, it does sound like something was coming to the surface and you could no longer ignore it. Yeah. And you just, like, created space to actually open up to it and explore it and let it let it come out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very, it's just like... Um, you know that that kind of electricity uh, after what's called the movie um, about the back, backdraft with the fire. It's like it's, it's the fact you know, fire and the backdraft is when when there's like a very small fire going on inside a house, but then you open the door or the window and it gets oxygen and like suddenly you get a huge uh, effect on that. That kind of thing. It was like it was there, it was smoldering, there was something going on. Uh, but once like, you know, once the air came in, it like just explodes completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the awareness, like bringing it into the light of like your awareness and also like, I'm sure it sounds like you were also like honest with other people about it. Well, the first, the person to be honest with <laughs> was myself. Was yourself. <laughs> that was the biggest stretch, I think, uh, to acknowledge it's like, this is real and it's not mm-hmm. something imagining and I've, and I've done everything not to step into that story uh, and try to figure out this is like this is something I'm imagining so I went to see a psychotherapy and I'm psychiatrist and everything and until I got to the point like this is real like, this is it and it all came together with and and the banking crisis for me was, was <laughs> basically a God's gift uh, because it forced me to choose and it forced me to to free up my, my agenda was free suddenly I had time and to, to you know it gave me the the air that the spark needed to, to start you know to embrace it story what was it like for you to yeah to embrace it and to step into that part of yourself uh, terrifying <laughs> <laughs> scary uh, yeah it was wild uh, absurd. I think plenty of things which everything you did it was everything I didn't want to. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 
there was, I had no need for that. Uh, I had to, I didn't want that in my life, but it was there. Uh, and it was like trying to rediscover what is, how thing, how, how do I have to build, build a life from that or with that? Uh, and how does that look like? And, and I know the stories and I read the stories and I knew a couple of, uh, of peers. Uh, there was never really part of that or the community, the trans community, uh, try to, to shy away from it and, and live it from my own to make sure it was my experience. Uh, but also meant uh, to discover and uncover a lot of things on my own, which, you know, which is scary. Uh, yeah. It's like redefining yourself. It is redefining. Yeah. It is really finding it's, and it's what I, it was, it was losing, for me, it was losing everything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I lost my company, but of course, banking crisis was, was a big player in that, uh, but also consciously stepped out of it. So I, I lost that uh, because I, I just couldn't rebuild it at that point anymore. Then I lost my, my, my marriage. I lost, uh, uh, you know, to redefine the entire life. Everything was gone. Uh, I lost a lot of my friends stayed away and I don't blame them uh, because going through transition does uh, I was lost myself within myself uh, I didn't know where I didn't know where I was going to uh, it felt everything felt right uh, everything for myself within me said that I'm on the right track uh, I didn't know how to how to deal with that uh, so my behavior became very erratic I think every I think everybody goes through the same kind of phases. It's like, you know, you don't know what to do. So you, you don't know how to deal with yourself. Your body is changing, your, your, your hormones, everything is changing. Uh, nothing is stable anymore. So you know, everything explodes in your face. So what, what helps you navigate that time in your life? I think for him, believe in myself, the, the, a strong connection with myself. Uh, like that, that feeling that knew you were on the right track. The, yeah, and not be yes that, and not being able to define what it was. Um, I couldn't name it. I couldn't put anything on it. I just knew that this this is this is me. Uh, this is my journey. Um, and I and though I may not like the journey, this is the real thing. Hmm. Like uh, owning, it almost sounds like you were you owned it, like you owned your existence and. Uh, yeah, and and I also realized um, it, it's the only thing I, I had was me. Uh, that, that's the only real thing that there was left of all the chaos I created around myself, around me, and all the um, and people were very nice and friendly and everything and everything. And, and there was a lot of will and goodwill and, and a lot of support and, and mental support. But I I did feel very alone in the whole process uh, because I felt that's the only thing I was really sure about was me. And that's the only thing I really had and could hold hold on to, and that's why I, I tried to to hold on to. It's like, you know, to use the fancy words, life purpose. I didn't have a purpose at that point. The only purpose was, was getting through this. But I had my values and and who I am as a person, uh, and I had this firm belief that nothing will change. Meaning, uh, I will not change. Uh, the way I deal with the outside world will change, and how the world deal with me will change but I will not change uh, I, I felt that I knew that and I was convinced of that and it's still true today you know I'm past the whole, the whole way past the thing 
And for me, as I experienced myself, I haven't changed. The way the world is dealing with me and the way, the way I'm dealing with the world has changed. Uh, but I haven't changed as a, as a human being. I just grew deeper, more, deeper, wider, more colorful. Like the core of who you who you are didn't change, but it sounds like you you're more settled in that and more embracing and more and you give yourself more permission to be who you are. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think that was part also because of the leadership program CTIs that that helped me to land it for me at a certain point. Even a year ago, I still I was I thought it was like you know uh, transition is over and done with because uh, transitions are, are bizarre things. It's like you you work up to to one point where you think that's the end point, like the whole medical thing, uh, which is very documented and guided and whatever. And there's there's fixed milestones and stuff like that. And then you know you're done with it with the medical part. And what I learned is then it's, <laughs> then the work really starts with the uh, emotional piece of it yeah then you have to integrate it's like nice you've done the outside transition now this to like you know the dust has to settle and it's got to land and integrate and and become deeper and deeper Uh, the diamond in the rough has has to be cut somewhere and you have to make some nice cuts (laughs) (laughs) which is the second part of the transition yeah so so what's different like today when you compare it to like where you were before you made the transition? What's different? I think the biggest change for me is that everything fits now. It just, it's, um, the story is complete and it's, it's, it feels whole. Just something that, that was when I think back, when I think back, it, it feels like I was trying trying to live up to the standards and that somebody else set. Now I'm living up to my own standards and I know they're they're okay and they're good. They're whatever they are, they're gold standards. Mm-hmm. And they're my standards and they're fine. Uh, it is it is in harmony and there's no the, the internal struggle is gone. Yeah. And the struggle it's not, it, ten years ago it was not a huge struggle. It's like not, not um but at the same time, it's, it's always something that was always there, like something nagging. It's like when you got tinnitus in your ear, or it's like it's like it's always there mm-hmm. it's in your ear. Uh, but after a while, you don't hear it anymore because you're used to it. That kind of thing, and that's gone. That's how it's how it feels now. Yeah. It's almost it? like well, I was just gonna say it's almost like you've settled into like a group, like a deep groove that's like your own, like yeah. It, it, like a halfway. It feels like it feels like homecoming. I feel I feel very much at home with myself, and that the gift of that is that I feel very balanced when I I go into the the world. Uh, when I go outside, uh, it makes me feel very. I know where I start from. I am grounded. I'm, I'm and I know who I am, uh, and that is that is very present. Yeah, you're not trying to be fit in a mold that you don't fit into. You bring yourself yeah. to wherever you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Really, I, I don't want to make a compromise anymore on that here. 
I know. Um, it feels like my life before was was a kind of a compromise, trying to do the things that I was I was taught to. And partly is that it comes with the age also. It's like you know, in your thirties, you're still very much uh, into fitting into the world. When you're fifties, it's like you know, make the world fit to you. <laughs> Yeah, you realize I'm running out of time. I gotta. <laughs> I don't want to live this way any longer. How can I change the world in my benefit? <laughs> so, how has it changed how you go about like making decisions, whether it's personal or professional? It always starts from the same place. It, I, it took the gift of, the trans, of, of my transition for me is that, that it, it forced me to to dissect every, every little last bit of myself and re- recompose it so I, I really know how things function for me. It's still blind spots and dark spots because I'm a human being. But it, it also brings me very close to, to who, who I am and I'm very aware of that and very aware of whatever comes into my way. It's like there, there's no compromise anymore. I'm like, I, I'm, not, I'm not into that. Uh, it's okay not, I'm very fine with not doing things because they don't feel right or they don't sit right or there's something off with it for me uh with all respect and all love and 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 care for the people who propose something to me when i say no you're like i mean no because i know it it just you know it's not what i know what will fulfill me more uh so very mindful of that yeah it's like i'm hearing like an unwillingness to like to do things that don't resonate with you or fit into something that doesn't fit you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like, it, it's got to resonate with me and, and it's got to sit right and feel right and, and be for, for a good, for a greater good or better cause or whatever it is. But yeah, it's got to be in harmony. What do you think like has opened up for you in your life as a result of that? Hmm, good question. I think as a result of that, uh, I came across, I'm, I'm walking a, lot, a great many other different roads than um, I, I ever planned. I, I had to let go of the master plan of my life. Uh, to, to set out like, I'm going to realize this, that, and that. And uh, the big, yeah, big idea of this is what, what success would look like. Uh, I just let it go. I, I feel what, what the path is and what my path is. And I try to stay true to that. I think that that's the... And as a result of that, I, I got into many different things. Um, one of the things, as I said, I'm, I'm working more and more within the trans community, uh, doing the coaching and, and working on diversity with, com- with companies. It's something I would never have thought doing 10 years ago. You know, I got an MBA from, from a big school, you know, uh, <laughs> big fancy researcher, brand consultant. Uh, I've put brands in the market, which, which are big names today. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do diversity. <laughs> uh, that's, that's like, uh, that's not something we do. Um, but this, I, I came across so many people in, in, during my transition, new people, new friends, new environments. I'm like, you know, and just being open and, and clear about who you are and being open and whatever for whatever is there uh, makes a difference. I'm, I'm having much more fun now than I can imagine. 
<laughs> you're enjoying your life. Yeah. And it's almost like you're, what I'm hearing is like, you're creating it. Like before it was like, there was this predefined path where you could see a destination. And now it's like, you don't actually know what the destination is. You you're creating the path as you go hmm. based on what feels right and what fits you. And you're open to like how it may end up and what it may end up looking like. Yeah. There's, there's, actually, there's, I think that's the point. It's not a destination anymore. It's a journey. Uh, and I know from, from within me that whatever is, whatever I need will, will be there. And whatever my my longing is, there's this deep longing somewhere that I got for some direction. As long as I'm true to that, things will work out, and it it will be wonderful. And I'm I'm curious, as curious as anybody else to see where I will end up. <laughs> the journey is more important than now, and the journey is like the key thing. The destination is like we'll see where where it ends up. Um, what is that that purpose that's like driving you? It, it's always hard to put words on purpose um, because any any word you put on a purpose makes it always uh, for me that's it's kind of a feeling thing um, uh, when I put words on a purpose they tend to make f- things smaller yeah like limit it limits it it limits it more than brings it brings it make it makes it bigger so I, I spend a lot of time thinking about you know, what is the whole thing and the purpose about. So I got a number of words which, which fit together. And, and the key word there for me is, is the word of, of legacy, um, which is my, which is the only word I find that really defines my purpose. Uh, it's not legacy as such. It's not my legacy, somebody else. It's just a combination of things. Uh, there's, there's this thing what I, what I feel what, what my calling is, if I can call it that way. It's about being able to bridge time and, and transgress time. And, and change my environment, make that more harmonious, and that people have time to spend with each other to create legacies which are bigger than they are today. Um, yeah, and and that brings me automatically in a field of diversity and inclusion. It brings me in a field of my community because yeah, the things I experience when you get into a trans in, when I got into my transition. Uh, there was a fear of losing everything, just losing your legacy and erasing yourself, switching your gender or, or migrating from one one world to another world, which are basically the same worlds, actually. In hindsight, uh, the, the bigness of that, or the, the hugeness of, of that, when you start off, you, you, there's this risk, risk of losing everything, uh, which is, which for me, was very present. Uh, so I think the word legacy is the thing that, or the word that's driving me, or or brings me forward so how can i how can i create or help people create their legacy let's see that's the key for me uh. yeah I, I i guess i'm curious as you were talking what was coming up is is like how like what pulled you through that time like when you were so afraid because it is i mean as you're talking and i've experienced in my own life it is like it is basically bringing everything on the table and, and, and taking the risk that, that your life is going to look, is not going to look the same anymore. No. And I, I guess I'm wondering like, what, 
what called you forth to continue putting one foot in front of the other through that fear of everything, of losing everything? The fear of going back. I think there's a fear on, on both sides. There's a fear of the future, which is not there. And the fear of going back to a past, which which wasn't, you know, wasn't livable at a certain point. And do you really want to go back to that? I'm trying to make a metaf- metaphor. Of, I'm, a, I'm an ex-smoker. I used to smoke. And I remember the good times of smoking. Uh, I also remember all, I also remember vividly all the bad times of smoking. I remember, you know, getting out at two in the morning, uh, driving to the nearest city to figure out a store which is still open, which in Belgium is a difficult thing because stores do close at seven o'clock in the evening. At two o'clock in the morning, figuring out a store to buy a cigarette. So, you know, what the heck are you doing? It's, it's your life is it's revolving around that. So that's the negative part, which I'm not forgetting either. Uh, and there were times I was like, yeah, well, what the heck am I doing? I, I don't want this. But at the same time, I, I, I kept with me that image of like, I, I can't go back. I can't mm-hmm. go back to that old life, which is something I absolutely don't want anymore. So what else, what else, whatever is different is good. That kind of firm belief that it will be, it will be. <laughs> yeah, like it's almost like the pain of the old is more painful than the discomfort of the journey to creating the new. And what I did do, what helped me, I, I journaled a lot um, if, at the early stage of my transition. Afterwards, not anymore. I was okay with that. But that old journal did help me to go back to to remember the bad times uh, of the old life. <laughs> uh, remember the struggle. Uh, uh, and that was like, you know, I, I don't want that anymore. So why would I go back? Some things were easier now, easier back then, and now think, oh, different things are easier now. So it's, there's no ideal world, not a perfect world. Were there any other things that you feel looking back were like instrumental in your in like helping you to push on and navigate this journey? I, I was a very stubborn. I am a very stubborn person. <laughs> It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. I haven't. I haven't changed as an individual. Um, I'm stubborn, and I had to think about doing a deal on my own. Uh, I want this to be my experience, and nothing did deterred from there. And I think it's got its, its upsides and downsides. The downside is something to take more time for me. Uh, the upside was that I really knew what I wanted. And I think that kind of clarity is important. Whatever change you go, you want to go through, you need clarity on what you really want for you uh, without the influence of somebody else. I think, and again, that's, that's kind of the generally thing coming up. It's like, what is, what is your real, what's your truth you want to believe in? Uh, and how does that, that fit together? And what's the consequence of that? The thing that crosses my mind now is I'm thinking about operations and stuff like like doing the operations. I never trusted the doctor, so I did my research on I did my research on there's this list of in Belgium we got a full well um, uh, social security is well developed in Belgium, so everything is provided for. Um, thank God for a lot of people, but at the same time, like I I want to know if that really works for me. 
So I, I went to, you know, went to Thailand in the end uh, because that worked better for me. Uh, but I kind of, it's kind of, I knew what my truth was and where I started from and what I wanted to be true for me. And looking for that solution, not, not the solution which is offered by other people, but looking for your, your own thing. And you can still go to solutions of other people, but at least you had the effort of, of, uh, of keeping your own clarity. It's about creating clarity for yourself. Keeping that. It, it's, the leadership lingo is like, I had a stake, a stake before knowing what a stake was. I had my, my thing, I, I believe this, this is what I want from me, whatever, and, and I'll, I'll look for that wherever I can in all decisions I'm making. Was that thing like, was it a quality or was it an actual like a vision that you had for like what your life would look like or a vision that you had for how you would feel like what what was clear or is clear the clarity the, the clarity for me at, at that stage and it's still true is, is that within my transition the clarity was that nothing will change this is a, a step to the side uh, or a step to the front or to the back or to whatever direction it's like a very small it's a very small step for a human being in, in the grand scheme of things it's nothing uh, in the grand scheme of life it's nothing and that kind of clarity is like this is not the big thing it, it's it is a big event it is life-changing it's dramatical it's defining uh it has a lot of defining moments it's got a lot of insight moments it's got a a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of psychology going under that. But my true belief was, I will not change. I was very convinced that this is my life and I need to do this to find my balance. This is a have to. It's so beautiful because, like, I, like, what I'm hearing you say is, like, that your value, like, as a human, like, how you value values yourself as a human being wasn't dependent on this external transition that happened it was like you really what i'm hearing is like you had this really solid foundation and i don't know love might be too strong of a word to describe it but like you valued who you were and that wasn't dependent on um your physical state no true well said yeah one of the things which is for me very so yeah, I think it's it's one of my my core my core cornerstones my my core values is about authenticity. I I do a lot of work for myself on what is what is really me and what's really authentic, uh, and how can I be as close to to me as possible and show that to the world out to the world around me. How can I live in from from my authentic being, whatever that is. Uh, and for me, that's the discovery process for myself. What is really my authenticity? And it's still going on, that discovery process. Uh, but that's the point I'm, I'm started from. I'm like, and within my transition, I, I knew that my authentic self will not change. I, I always will be me. I always will have me. And, and whatever happens, uh, however it turns out, I, I still be authentically myself. I need to go to a certain process. And for me, it was up to the whole, the whole thing, the whole shebang, to find that kind of balance that uh, brought it home for me. Uh, because at a certain point, right before I, I, I decided to step into transition, I felt inauthentic. 
I was like, I was performing. I was, my life started feeling more and more like me performing life than, than living life. Like that, that thing. Yeah, it was like something you, it sounds like you were clear about who you were, but you were fitting yourself into something to play a game and now it's like who you are hasn't changed and changed in your clarity you're getting more clear as you go on this journey as you've traveled this journey about who you, you really are in terms of your authentic self but instead of fitting into something else you just create from that place and it sounds like you're creating a life that is in alignment with with that instead of trying to fit yourself into something yeah. That doesn't fit. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think the word you said, creating, creating my life, uh, I think that's what's what I'm what I'm doing in that sense. I haven't got a clue much of my life, what I want it to be like or what it should be like, or but I'm, I'm discovering it myself as, as I'm living. Uh, and every day is like, or every moment is a new moment. It brings new surprises and new possibilities and new... New things to to explore and and to add to my life or or not. Uh, yeah, you're really you're open. Yeah, but I, I do believe as as you as a human being, that's the only thing you can do. It's like just be there. I was reading this book on 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 ravens. I got a fascination with with, with ravens nowadays. Um, and as I was reading on on the life of, of ravens. <laughs> Um, there's this fascinating thing with, with birds they, well I think with every animal uh, including human beings but when you're out when you, I imagine being a bird on, on a branch and you know, it's evening and you fall asleep on yeah. claw to your branch you wake up in the morning and basically you haven't got a clue what's going to happen you might find food you might not find food and you know the bird isn't, isn't stressy about that it just It'll go out doing its own thing, trying to figure out, you know, where do I find food today? And sometimes they'll, they're lucky to they find a food bonanza, they find a, 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 a moose which is just died the day before, whatever. And they'll figure it out and then they're happy for a couple of days and then maybe they find food again or not. And it's, it is what it is. And it's that, that firm belief it is what it is. And no more than that, that's, well, that's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, like you may you may make multi million dollars, you may not, but like you're gonna your your way of being isn't gonna change. Like yeah. you're gonna be the same and you're gonna go about moving through your life in the same way, but you don't know what is gonna happen. No. And if tomorrow I got a million dollars, fine, I'm happy with that. If tomorrow I don't have a million dollars, I'm happy with that too. As long as it's the only thing, as long as you don't have to go into a survival mode where it's like, you know, where you can't afford the roof above your head, I think yeah. you, you were fine. Well, because then it sends you into like fight or flight, and typically yeah. people don't make very good decisions from that place. Because no. you, yeah, it is like your survival instinct kicks mm-hmm. in. Yeah. 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 So, given all of this that we've I feel like there's, there's so much here and it's like, it's really great stuff. And I really appreciate you sharing like your, your life's journey with me and with the listeners. Um, and I'm wondering like, if there's something that comes up to you today in terms of like, this is what success means to me. Well, success means to me when, when I go, 
today, whatever, whatever it is for me, it's like success, a successful day is a day when I go to sleep and say like, uh, I didn't compromise on myself. Um, I found out something more about myself and I'm, I'm grateful for what, what has been and excited and curious about what's going to come and happen. I think that's for me today is success. It, no more than that. Um, and every day is a new day with a new, new discovery and, and a new, yeah. And challenges. I think, I think the universe throws a lot of challenges at us continuously, uh, which are always interesting. Sometimes painful, but you know, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> but even those become interesting after a while. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, being able to to not let the the, the situation and, and the or the the, yeah, the situation or the environment take over, but always stay stay with with yourself and being clear on that uh, and taking a firm stand for yourself. I think that's that's the key for. To get wherever or you know to follow the path you need you need to follow whatever that is yeah, yeah standing in, standing staying true to yourself and also like standing up for what you need and and what you want yeah. and being clear about that I think that's one of the key, one of the keys is being clear about what you want and what you don't want so at least people get get what you want or don't want in, yeah. in a gentle way. Yeah, you're giving them information to make a decision if they want to join you on your, on your journey or not. Absolutely. So are there any like final words that you would like to share, whether it's something that you feel is important about your own journey that you didn't share or words of um, advice or encouragement that you want to offer people who may be listening that may not be quite yet in that period of jumping off and taking the journey that you've taken? Um, I was thinking, I was trying to think of a quote, but I'm bad in quotes. <laughs> I should look them up on before. I should look them up on beforehand. No, the, the thing is, what, what always helped me is when, when, when I feel the longing to go in direction and the longing is clear or the desire is clear, uh, and there's and there's kind of a, a tension around it, uh, kind of an anxiety. Being comfortable is, is always more fun. And it's, then it's the moment to start going ahead because then it becomes interesting. When there's that, that tension of... Um, keeping a clear mind on that, keep your mind clear because risks are risks. But at the same time, it's like, it becomes interesting when, when there's this, the tension is building. I, what I'm hearing you say is like, if you have a longing um, to move forward with that, especially when the fear gets louder and you get nervous or like apprehensive of, ah, I don't know what I'm doing, but just move forward anyway. Yeah. 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 I think my whole, the whole transition was, was for me all about that. It's like I, I jumped into something and uh, I knew, I, I knew nothing actually. I just jumped but I really had to jump. Yeah. There was this, this, bigger, this bigger thing going. Uh, and it, I still use that as a compass and as a guide for myself today. Uh, when I feel, when I start into a project, and it's, yeah, I don't feel that, that kind of uh, riskiness and it's, everything is very comfortable and there's not this real desire along that goes from, from deep. I try to avoid it uh, or not do it. 
um, because it's not gonna gonna make my life bigger and my my gift. It's not gonna make my gift to the world bigger either. It's, it's I'll be taking things away from the world, not adding to it. Yeah, you're not expanding. It's yeah. like if you're not scared at least a little bit, you're not really getting out of your comfort zone and expanding your world. Yeah, are you expanding my, your world, my world, and I'm not expanding the world for the people around me. Yeah. It's, it's when I, I need to stretch myself, I will be showing up as a better part of me or as a better version of myself because I have to stretch. And when I show up as a better version of myself, people, you know, around me start to grow. Which is exactly why I, I feel drawn to you, you know, personally, and then also wanted you to come on and talk because you're, you are inspiring. Oh, thank you. And your story is inspiring and it, and it makes me think bigger and think of more, think of what's possible for myself and and gives me the courage to also take those hard steps, Mm. you know, to, to face my fear and do what I feel like I'm called to do or long to do. So yeah, you're, you're having that impact on me. And I know you're having that impact on many other people that you come in contact with. So it's in service of something bigger. Thank you. So sweet. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time, especially since it is, what time is it there for you? Quarter to 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Staying up like way past your bedtime for yeah. <laughs> me to ask you questions. Um, I really appreciate your, you supporting me and, and making it work with the time difference. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. <laughs> well, I think what I, I think the way to end it, I mean, is go be a raven. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Let's go be, go be ravens and, and have an adventure figuring out where our next meal is going to come from. Well, yeah. And I don't know if you want to be a raven, but anyway. Uh, Raven youth are, are they have a, have a very rough time. Think about what's lost figure rate something like seventy percent, seven zero percent of the youth uh, die within the first year. Oh wow! Yeah. So maybe it's not hard. a raven. <laughs> but those who survive, they're they're tough ones of cookies. <laughs> yeah. So so maybe that but i like the metaphor of like what it actually means like living that way of really just staying open and curious staying true to yourself taking a stand for who you are and what you want and going out in the world from that place and creating from whatever is brought into your world yeah and and outside of my, my window is, is a tree and there are plenty of birds in the tree I, I often look at the birds and say like you know what kind of complexities are, <laughs> are we creating for ourselves I could just be a bird and just fly and maybe I get food maybe not <laughs> big deal yeah it's so simple yeah but I think it really is simple it's just mm-hmm. that we make it complicated mm-hmm. So there is something to be said about watching the birds. Absolutely. Well, my dear, thank you again for your time. And I'm sure that I will be talking to you in the future. Um, But yeah, 
appreciate your time and you sharing um, yourself with me. You're welcome. Anytime. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Coaching with Catherine. If you like this podcast, please show us your support by leaving a review in iTunes or Google Play. It helps us so much and helps others to find the show. You can also visit me at www.coachingwithkatherine, spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E, dot com, or on Facebook to learn more about me and the work I do. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.